Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. And today I'm talking with someone that I have been uh, working with a little bit. And so Jane is a little bit further along in her process of moving her anxiety out. And so welcome to the show, Jane. I'm so thrilled that you would take time out of your busy schedule to uh, not only be with me, but to share with all of the listeners um, how you're doing, where your journey is at, and um, and get some coaching on what's going on with you right now. So how are you? Well, um, as you know, Gina, I've been doing really well. And um, just in the past couple of days, going through one of those uh, things we call bumps or waves <laughs> in my process and and kind of like I told you uh, earlier, I feel like I just got hit by a big ocean wave and <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to get back to the surface and, and find that calm sea. Yeah, because it happens, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the biggest one I've had. I've had a few little bumps and, um, you know, it's, it's such a contrast because I feel like I was in such a great place mm-hmm. probably just a week ago today. And so just uh, really feeling like I need to work hard to remind myself that it's not that far away to get back there and certainly welcoming some coaching on that. Yes, and that you have been there before and that mm-hmm. you will go there again. You know yeah. the way. It's, it's just, uh, I like what we talked about before we started recording, moving the metaphor from a bump in the road to being hit by a wave in the ocean. And mm-hmm. I would like you to tell the listeners what you told me about what do we do when we're thrown under by a wave in the ocean? <laughs> right. So I grew up on the East Coast and did a lot of, uh, you know, body surfing and boogie boarding and all that with my family growing up. And, you know, you can get uh, be having a great time and then you get hit by a big wave and it pushes you under. And, and for some people, that's really scary. But really, all you need to do is just relax your body, go limp you know, hold your breath, ride it out, and you come back to the surface in no time. Yeah. Yeah. And most people wouldn't do that, like the first time it happens, right? We, mm. Of course, we're still holding our breath, but that makes us panic. We start thrashing about. I love water metaphor for anxiety because it is so much about what happens to us. We thrash about and we, we don't go where we want to go, which is to the top. It is only in our relaxing. Um, And so you learned how to do that with the water. And you've Mm -hmm. already learned how to do that with your anxiety because Mm -hmm. 
like you said, you've had some really, really good time and a good amount of time behind you. So this is an interesting conversation for us to have for the listeners because um, often people go away and then they get hit with this and they, and they come running back like, oh my God, I didn't expect that. So it's important to know that this does happen. And so let's talk about where you would go from here. So a mm-hmm. week or so ago, you were, and for quite a while, you were quite uh, calm. You had your, you had totally confident um, back into doing things that you had been maybe shying a little bit away from before. So you've been mm-hmm. expanding your envelope. Um, so tell me what you think has you feeling so much pressure now. Um. It's, you know, I mean, so I, I definitely expended a lot of my energy on this trip. And um, so I'm in, you know, a little bit less strong state. And I didn't um, have good nutrition. And so I became stressed out. And then I think I became surprised about that. And I'm paying a lot of attention to how I'm feeling. And then letting that fear of not feeling good kind of come up, Um, you know, and and fearing that it's going to affect my performance. um, It's going to affect my recovery. It's going to affect, you know, relationships, all all kinds of areas. So just, you know, almost like fearing fear and paying too much attention to how I'm feeling. Oh, yeah, that's that's a big clue right there. All of a sudden, our attention goes back to the anxiety and the thoughts and the feelings and checking how am I feeling? Yeah. And then we have the fear of the fear. Oh, no, it's coming back or Mm -hmm. it's back. Yeah. Now, I want to point out that, of course, being tired, not having the the nutrition you're accustomed to, all those changes all at once, plus traveling away from home, coming back, the travel itself, um, and the the rubber band effect of going off to something such as the gathering you were at and then snapping back into uh, daily life is kind of jarring in itself. Mm-hmm. So all of those things put together make us feel weird. Yeah. And, and as you know, too, I have some, some difficult personal challenges coming up and I think those are affecting me a lot as well. Yes. Anniversary type of things that are bringing up old issues, old uh, grief, as we talked about and being able, how do we, how do we put all that into the mix and still feel okay? Right. Mm -hmm. How can we still feel okay? And so what I wanted to ask you, is uh, you know are you sleeping okay now yeah i'm go yeah and you know that was a big problem of mine for many months Mm -hmm. um still going to sleep and staying asleep um mornings have been a little rough the past couple days with a kind of a disoriented feeling not sure if i'm awake or dreaming yeah that can be a thing that starts to creep in when i get a little bit stressed okay yeah all right, so you can actually see that some of this is old stress patterns, right? So mm-hmm. the little morning thing. Um, and so where are the thoughts going into your um, 
process? Are you are you becoming afraid like in the morning? Does that trigger a little bit of fear when you feel a little disoriented in the morning waking up? Yes. For example, this morning I was trying to rest because my alarm hadn't gone off. And, you know, I started having this debate with myself about getting up and going for a walk. And then I thought, no, your body needs rest. And then I started to feel, you know, just fear coming out of nowhere. Like, you know, just kind of the amorphous dread. Yeah. And okay. So that, that rises and this mm-hmm. is in the morning too, right? Or- right. And then I practiced, tried to practice acceptance for a while. And I think I relaxed back down, but then I moved back into not being sure if I was awake or dreaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah. mm-hmm. going back and forth between all of that. Okay. And how early was that in the morning? What time was um, that? It's around 8.30 or 9. Okay. So in that kind of case, well, because the morning falling back into that weird feeling, mm-hmm. perfect time to just get up. Yeah. Instead of allowing yourself to fall back into that weird state, which mm-hmm. isn't really all that weird. It only feels weird when you're probably mixing a little cortisol with all of it, mm-hmm. extra cortisol. And it's just like, okay, this is not working. So, um, so next time I would suggest that you just actually got out of the bed um, as long as it was that reasonable time. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we have this thing where, oh, I just want to sleep or rest because it actually feels so good. But then there's that point where it's like, no, it's not helping us anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Get up and stay in your jammies or something. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. So, do you want to get into the grief piece a little bit? Because that's kind of um, up for you. Yeah, I I began a grief workshop last night, local fourteen um, week workshop, and I'm um, grieving an unexpected uh, separation that came about around this time last year, and you know it's going to be deep emotional work and. I know from some other work I've been doing that when I start doing that work, I, you know, start to feel more stress and anxiety as well. Um, so I'm, all, I'm feeling some apprehension about the group and the other people in the group and what that's going to be like. And, yeah. you know, part of me knows that this work is how you move through that kind of thing. Uh, and part of me is like really, tense about it and is wondering if I feel so bad today because of that last night. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's certainly added to the mix. Let's say that because we can't, the choices are to feel it or to not feel it. You know, there's not anything like Mm -hmm. real in between and to not feel it is a choice. And sometimes it's the choice we have to make, but you have chosen to feel it. And now to really open this up and really feel it. And so you have to be able to understand that closing it off might feel good in the moment after you're able to put it back down again, but it doesn't go away. It kind of just mm-hmm. hangs there and it comes, it grows roots and it comes out in very unexpected places. Um, and it's like weeds. It just pops up all over the place. 
But if you can actually deal with it face on, this is you, this is you really facing this whole thing, which you've, you've had to go through it for a whole year, but mm -hmm. now you're actually, you're, you're turning toward it now and you're sort of opening your arms to it in this group. You're yeah. going to make yourself very vulnerable. And so, uh, the the thing is to un, to go back over and over again to that discomfort is not dangerous. This is going to feel very uncomfortable, and um, to just not let it go into that trigger that it that our amygdala wants us to think. Mm -hmm. oh my God, now you, you got to get out of here. Who are these people? Like, yeah, it'll come up with all kinds of thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. um, but to know and remind yourself that you are in a safe place, you're actually in a place that is conducive to this kind of work. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we, we need to remind ourselves of that over and over again. Yeah. And mm. so how are you feeling? It was, when is the next meeting with this? It's their Thursday nights. Thursday nights, okay. Yeah, after the weekly support call. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Good. Yeah, we'll get you primed up and then we'll yeah. send you out. <laughs> um, yeah, and you might need that the first couple of times. You know, it, it reminds me of when I, back in the day when I went to Al-Anon, you know, that like mm -hmm. you go to these places like, you don't know, who are these people? How are they going to help me? Um, and you're vulnerable and you're open and your pain is already so big. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a place to face what's real. And that's not available a lot of places in this world, right? Right. We have that in our group online. We have that on our calls. But in, in the world outside, you know, we have to be guarded often. We cannot show our, our vulnerable side. Um, so there's a part of you that is not sure of that either. Like, is this mm. okay? Yeah. Yeah. And um, are you are you going to be able to just rest with it? Are you thinking about it? Are you think is you think it's going to like go around on the hamster wheel all week? Or oh, whether or not to go, or or just the thought of it, like oh, that's coming up. Um, I'm probably going to be more focused on the you know the actual upcoming events than the the group itself. Okay, I have a fair amount of practice going to things and talking and. So that doesn't bother me so much. Okay. But the actual, the feelings and the yeah. memories. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I like to make sure everybody that I work with has is a good support system. And so mm -hmm. I know that we're, we talk. Uh, I know that you have a therapist. Tell me uh, and the listeners your other support so that they can get some ideas of what's possible out there. Well, um, I, I do talk with my friends. I try to not, um, you know, focus on any one person uh, for lots of different reasons. Um, I also uh, go to a lot of community events in my area, um, singing and dancing um, that are generally open and safe places uh, for people to kind of be themselves as well. Um, I also um, occasionally try to get body work. Well, I'd say kind of regularly mm -hmm. um, because I know that for me to come out of my head and um, 
also because there's so much of, of what happens with anxiety that's you know has physical manifestations bringing that anxiety back down is uh something that body work really helps with for me yeah, yeah absolutely so for you is that massage acupuncture what do you like um i like them all of course <laughs> well, um, yeah yeah, I mean, I, I see an acupuncturist uh, periodically, and I, I get a massage periodically as well. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, because I love that you bring that up, uh, Jane, because bringing, remembering that we are bodies, mm-hmm. that we, we, ca- we have to, like, our healing needs to take place in our body. We need to yeah. drop all the, we all, out there gathering information all the time, information, and then we, we don't embody it. And so many of the things that you are doing, and I think this really speaks to how well you've been able to move through this mm-hmm. with all that's going on for you, the dancing, the music, these things that involve your senses, they involve our body. And to be able to actually keep your feet planted on the ground and be able to have uh, some connection with the world around you is really important. Mm-hmm. And we can do that no matter where we live. We don't need even to go out to uh, groups even to do it. We can do it on our own. But the social support has also been helpful for you. Yeah. Pulled you out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Away from mm-hmm. home. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, even even when I was feeling my worst, I was going out to smaller group gatherings that were very... Um, you know, I don't want to use the word chill, but that's all I can think of, Um, you know, um, calming, not maybe a lot of excitement or energy, but I found a safe space at a local yoga studio that hosts a lot of healing events. And that was a place I could go even when I was feeling very, you know, weird and anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Because that's available more and more these days. So Mm -hmm. finding those little safe pockets of um, yeah, people, yeah, you don't want to go somewhere where they're talking politics, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, yeah. I haven't checked it out, but this might be more accessible in, in certain areas. Like there's a Unitarian church in my area that hosts a lot of these similar kinds of gatherings, community yeah. singing and, um, other kinds of meetings. And, you know, I, I think it, they're all come as you are, not, you know, yeah. come as your hero self. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I actually just mentioned to uh, a regular client earlier uh, about churches. She was interested in getting more community support. Mm-hmm. And I also, so you brought up Unitarian, which is very popular. And then there's Unity, that Unity is really big. That's the one I meant, Unity yeah, Church. Unity. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because, because, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not looking for a spe- personally a specific religious overlay and they're drawing on a number of traditions and yes. so yeah and it's very it should be accessible to a lot of people yeah. exactly like come mm-hmm. with whatever mm-hmm. your background was yeah let's all meet in a right. base in in the mind and and they're not there to recruit their no. mission is just to be you know a light for anyone that's just looking yeah and they do have wonderful i mean i know they have their regular uh, Sunday kind of thing, and there's all at least here. There's also very lots of healing stuff throughout the week that goes mm-hmm. on. So, oh, excellent! I'm glad you brought that up. I think that would be very helpful for people who are listening. And um, the show is short, of course, uh, Jane. And so, I want to ask, give you a chance to ask me any questions that are heavy on your mind, or anything that you would like some direction on. 
You know, I think that I'm looking for some advice or input on, on patience. I think that that it's, it's so interesting to remember easily the times that were much more intense and difficult with anxiety and how I would just wish that I could get to where I am now. Mm. But now that I'm here, you know, I'm impatient to get further and it's, you know, it's sort of no longer feels acceptable. Yeah. And just how to keep, how to keep um, perspective during these, um, during these waves. Yeah. That's a great question because anybody who's listening knows what it means to not have patience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I love that you brought up how you would have at one point loved to have been where you are right now. Mm -hmm. It would have been like, wow. And now you're here and now you see, oh, there's still more to come. Mm -hmm. So you're just visiting that place in the spiral. You've got a little higher perspective and you can see it, but it's still, you see there's still more to go. Um, And the way to keep, at least that I have seen work for keeping the ability to keep going when you don't see things moving or things are feeling challenging is to remember that it doesn't last. And even as you're thinking that thought, things are changing and shifting. But they mm-hmm. happen, these are those little micro changes. We don't, we don't feel them ourselves. Maybe people around you will see them. Maybe they won't even see that you're being impatient. But I want you to remember that the journey takes the time it takes for a reason. There's no wrong about it. There's... Mm-hmm things that need to be shifted and changed and discovered that took that time. And that's not easy to believe when you're in it. I know I'm only saying it because I'm on the other side of that particular um, challenge, my anxiety, Mm -hmm. but it happens with other things. You just get, "Eh, why can't we do it now? Because it takes as long as it takes. And that's where going somewhere like Unity can be helpful because you get to be with people who are thinking about life in a bigger picture, mm-hmm. the big umbrella of life, not just this minute challenge, right? Because there's mm-hmm. going to be other challenges. So just having that view, that larger view, I think can help us. Maybe we'll still feel the impatience, but we'll be more accepting of it. Mm. And the the more we're accepting of our impatience, the less we become impatient. And it's just another one of those, what? What did you just say? <laughs> but we just have to slow it down enough just to know that there it's not wrong what's happening. There's a reason that it's taking as long as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you've been a delight to come on and share <laughs> your journey with my listeners. I um, I hope that you'll continue to listen to the show. Oh, yes. And that I know that we will stay in touch. And uh, I want to give you an opportunity to say anything to the listeners that you would like to share with them. I think one of the most, uh, maybe two of the most important things for me have been uh, the thing we were just speaking about that's really important to find a way to get down into your body and um, give it 
nourishing, nurturing, soothing attention, you know, what, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's baths or gentle exercise or body scan meditation, uh, it can't just be accomplished through kind of mental work. Um, you need to help soothe your body to help it calm down. And then that creates a feedback loop with your mind that helps calm it down. And then I think the other thing is that it's, it's all about regular practice of any of the things that work for you. So if you um, have developed the habit of only doing one of Gina's meditations or um, taking a walk, you know, only when you're feeling stressed and when you feel panic come up, then you're not really creating that um, kind of consistent space for your anxiety to start to transform. It's, it's the regular practice of those things that adds up over time. That was beautiful because both of those things are so important and they get brushed over quite a lot. But mm -hmm. that's, uh, again, we don't have a lot of practice. I mean, a lot of patience when we are trying <laughs> to get a regular practice. Yeah. So we have to be kind to ourselves. And mm -hmm. just do it and let it let it unfold. So, Jane, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with all of the listeners. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thank you, Gina. Same for you. Aloha. Aloha. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. -on -one. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one -on -one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you, and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. The most fortunate are those who have a wonderful capacity to appreciate again and again, freshly and naively, the basic goodness of life with awe, pleasure, wonder, and even ecstasy. And that's from Abraham Maslow. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 